Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Quiva, uh, within 50 minutes, the food bank ran out. How many students got a dinner by in that space of 50 minutes? So we had over 100 students uh, come to the food bank yesterday. And then we had to turn away people after we went and restocked it, um, which was obviously so upsetting for us, um, having to turn people away to get, from getting food. And Quiva, you're the welfare officer. It, like, have you been talking to these students? Like, what is the issue? Is it that they are coming up against fees at this time of the year, and also the high rents? Like, why is there such a demand for the food bank? Yeah, so the majority of students that I spoke with yesterday were saying that once they've paid off their accommodation, they actually don't have much money left for like the month. Um, which means obviously they can't afford things like food or just like some like basic hygiene products. So that's why we set up the food bank um, to make sure that everyone was like fed and like had just like essential things that they'd need. But we um, we were shocked when it was uh, so busy and we ran out of food so quick. And um, with the food bank, where do you get the stuff from for the food bank? Is it donated by businesses? Um, yeah, so Cork Penny Dinners, um, Katrina from Cork Penny Dinners called up yesterday and dropped off loads of food to us. And then we had students um, coming in and dropping in food and staff members and um, local businesses as well. And what kind of food are you giving out? Is it hot dinners or is it non-perishable items? Uh, it's non-perishable items. So like pastas and rice and sauces and stuff like that. And, and we also had the hygiene bank. Okay, and did you have the food bank last year and was there such a high demand for it? So they had the food bank back in 2019 and um, from what I've been told, there was nowhere near this amount of students that used to come to it. Um, And last year, because of COVID, instead they were just giving out um, uh, vouchers for shops, Hmm. but they also weren't getting as many students. And I see in the Echo today that um, Cork South Central TD Donica O'Leary, who's the uh, health spokesperson for Sinn Féin, is calling for uh, things like the Student Assistance Fund needs to be increased and that ex- Susie needs to be expanded to more families. Is that something yeah. that you would back? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, the threshold for Susie isn't good enough. I think, you know, like it's the students that get caught in the middle when they're just they just miss it. Like, I find that, like, that's one of the biggest issues, like the students who would just miss um, the cutoff for Susie mm-hmm. so that they don't get a grant and they're just kind of in the middle and then they're struggling for money and, like, you know, like, they can work a part-time job but, like, that's also just not going to pay your accommodation and it's not going to pay your college fees either. I was going to ask you that. What is the situation with regards to work? Do a lot of these students have part-time jobs or is there... Yeah. They do have the jobs as well? 
Yeah, a lot of the students do. Yeah, they uh, work on the weekends or they try work during the week. And but I mean, like they're not making enough to like survive. You know, I mean, like it's like the cost of living is just so expensive at the moment that it's really, really hard to gather up that much money. You know, and it's also like difficult for people to be asking their parents for money too. Yeah, I suppose a lot of families there might be a couple of kids yeah. who are in college and the parents might not have it. Um, yeah. And Quiva, like obviously there are some really genuine cases out there, but what would you say to people who argue that a lot of students have money for drink and that they may be getting food from the food bank so that they have enough money for their night out on the Thursday night? Yeah, you know, um, yeah, I've read a lot of comments about that now, mm. you know, since we've come out about the food um, bank running out. But in my opinion, you know, you, you can't paint all students with the same brush. Like a lot of people come from a lot of different backgrounds. Um you know, like it's just it's tough. It um a lot of the students who go out, you know, like they might like do you know like students are entitled to go out and like have their phone as well. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of the students that came here yesterday definitely aren't the students that are going out and partying. And is the and food bank open every day? So it's supposed to be Wednesdays from five to seven, but because we ran out yesterday and um, we're just waiting for some to for the donations to come in. Um, they can come in from 10 o'clock this morning and then I can just meet the students that missed out yesterday. So are you planning on keeping it as a weekly food bank or would you see if a time where you might have to increase it to twice a week? Um, yeah, I think we might have to just try and move it to maybe an appointment basis or something like that um, because there was just so many people yesterday just, to, just so we can guarantee that everybody gets some food. And if people do want to support the food bank, how do they do that? Yes, yeah, so we've actually, uh, we made a GoFundMe last night. It's on our Twitter and our Instagram pages. And then also um, you can drop food into our offices um, on College Road. Um, we just take, it's just non-perishable foods and hygiene products. And the, the food bank, um, the, the GoFundMe, the goal was €5,000 and it's it's now 5000 Four hundred and eighty-five, I think, was it at nine o'clock? Yeah, I don't, I don't even know. It's up know. to six thousand now. They're telling Fergus yeah, telling me now it's going to six thousand. Yeah, we just know we're we're like we're so grateful um, for all the support we're getting. Can you just stay on the line there for a few minutes? Because I'm joined as well by Katrina Toomey from Cork Penny Dinners. Good morning, oh, Katrina. Perfect. Morning. Katrina, um, we're listening to Quiva there and she's saying that over 100 students turned up for the food bank yesterday. You reported similar numbers um, a couple of weeks ago of students coming to Cork Penny Dinners for food. Yes, we did. And I think that um, yesterday uh, it just kind of came came out and UCC are addressing it. Quiva's doing an amazing job up there and she's got her team around her. And we saw all that. I've been talking to Quiva for a couple of weeks and she's very focused and more than capable and um, has kind of stuff under control. I just don't think anybody would have been prepared for it. We're kind of used to it in penny dinners. Mm. But when it did happen with the large numbers yesterday, look, they've regrouped and you can hear that Creva has more plans now in place. So I think for that, like UCC have to be commended because they're rallying around and they will kind of rally around each other. But this is, Creva has highlighted the, the high cost of rents. You know, people are kind of sharing places that are only made for one person you know they're doing everything and anything to keep themselves in college and they are working but you know sometimes college students are in college all day and don't finish until late in the evening five six o'clock so then they have to study and get their work ready for the following day so those that are working are trying to get the jobs that they can fit the hours in the round and that's going towards paying their rent 
So, um, you know, we just have to look at what the problems are there. And again, they might need, you know, as we've pointed out, the Susie Grant, like to more students, the assistance grant needs to be increased, stuff like that. We need to look at the high cost of rent for them because they're there trying to make a future for themselves and trying to do better. And again, we must remember that not all families have the same income in the house when they have a son or a daughter going to college. So it, it stretches, you know, it, it can stretch a family way beyond its limits as well. And the parents will do that, like they'll sacrifice things for to get their son or daughter through college. But the students don't want to be going back home saying, I haven't enough, you know, to eat and have, and because they know that their families are already strapped. So mm. it, it's a catch-22 for a lot of the students. They are trying, they're trying to help each other. They're coming together, you know, with, with everybody in UCC. You now, like the whole team will probably just grow and get this down to a fine art because they're, they're good at that. And I think another thing we have to look at, it's possibly not unique to, to UCC, you know, yeah. students are students all over the country and maybe this is something that needs to be done because there's over 30,000 students in our city alone and that's a huge number of students and if some of them are hungry, they're hungry. We must look at it and it must be addressed. Katrina, and this is a question for you as well, Quiva. Um, do students need to learn how to budget more? Because we've just got a call here from Mary and she says, I'm a bit annoyed by this as the students are spending their money in the wrong place, not towards food. They want it all right now, but sacrifice has to be made for education. They will have to learn to budget. If we keep helping, they will keep asking for more. I know it's not every student, but there's a lot taking what they don't need. Katrina, what do you think well, of that? Well, Mary just said it. She knows it's not every student. It, it isn't. And they're the ones we're helping. So that kind of answers that for her. They're, they're coming looking for food, nothing else. And it's not because they're not budgeting right. They may not have the money to budget with. So, again, as I said, they, she answered that question herself. It's not every student. And it isn't. And these are the ones we're trying to help because these are the ones that are hungry. And Quiva, what about yourself, like over in, in college? Do you think that students should be taught how to budget their money better? I mean, like, I completely agree with what Katrina's saying there. Like, you know, like, not all students are the same. Um, like, not everyone is going to have some money. And, like, I know people can come out and say that students should be budgeting, but, I mean, how can you budget when your accommodation is so expensive that you're literally left with only a couple of euro at the end of the month? Like, how can you, how can you even save that, you know? Yeah. I know, Katrina, have you ever seen, like, obviously you've been with Penny Dinners a long time now. Have you ever seen such a demand from students in particular for food? Katrina. Hello, Katrina Toomey, are you there? Is she gone? Is Katrina gone? No, I'm here. Oh yeah, Katrina, you have me? you ever seen <laughs> such a high demand um, on your service no. from students? No, we've always had a demand, but not as big as what it is now. And that's probably a sign of the times that we're living in as well. And, you know, people have to be compassionate around the the students that are coming forward saying that they need this help right now. And that's something that we we must look at, you know, so the numbers have increased, they've grown, and the powers that be have to be looking in and, and trying to help these students, trying to keep them in the college where they want to be, where they want to further their education and hopefully get good jobs. Like, you know, mm. college life isn't for everybody. We have people in apprenticeships. We have people that work in all all different sorts of, you know, um, stuff in, in Cork, like in the country. But those that want to go to college, they should be helped to go. The government say, like, go to college, get a degree, get a better job, you know, get this, get that. 
And this is what some of them are trying to do. And we must remember as well that years ago, it would have been off limits for a huge amount of families. Yeah. It isn't now. And we must help those that are in that bracket, you know. And, and yeah. we must also remember the people that would have had money once upon a time may not have it now as well. Things have kind of crashed down around a lot of people for different reasons. Mm-hmm. And we see that as well in the normal run of penny dinners. So the students can't purchase what they don't have. Families can't purchase what they don't have. Individuals can't purchase what they don't have. Yeah. Those that don't have us, we have to look at. And, and we mustn't say, teach them this and they'll be all right. Teach them that and they'll be all right. They're not all right. They need the help, no. And they'll get on their feet. And in return, like we have a lot of students that volunteer penny dinners and they come down and they'll throw in a few hours, like, you know, and yeah. they give they give what they can and they give up their time. And... Um, we would always say, like say like when they when they come to volunteer sit down and have a cup of tea first like have something to eat because you'd hate anybody coming in having to work on an empty stomach you, yeah. you know and that's that's just not being heartless like that's just somebody with a bit of compassion would say look you know I made such and such a thing for mm-hmm. someone there you know and one of the more experienced volunteers and said when you know a person is coming in to volunteer and they're hungry you give them food like and then they can volunteer because having them work on an empty stomach isn't right and we see that as well we see lots of different things that people don't see and we also have to separate the issue of the students that are going out um, on their, their night out and doing, they're not the students that are coming forward as Quiva has said yeah. it's you know and there are different issues altogether, and not something for Quiva to be addressing and something for, for us at Penny Dinners to be addressing yeah. a, a certain whether we agree with it or whether we don't agree with it but okay. what we must do is feed the ones that are hungry Indeed Katrina Toomey from Cork Penny Dinners thanks very much and also to Quiva Wall CC Students Welfare Officer thanks very much for joining us this morning What? Cork's 96 FM Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt Now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.